so we'll just jump in. Um, so Nicole, why don't you introduce yourself and then we'll get started on our interesting topics for the day. Yeah, for sure. So uh, lovely to be here. Thanks for having me, Lynn. Uh, it's always nice to connect to like-minded people and especially our colleagues and peers, nutritionists. And uh, so I, you know, I'm going to go way back to my first career. I worked in the corporate industry for 10 years. I sold processed food uh, and, you know, I got paid very well. I had that six figure income. Uh, but then I had a, um, a very sick baby that had a ton of food allergies by the time she was nine months old. She was on antibiotics after antibiotics. Um, and we didn't have a first good year run at being a mama bear, let me tell you. And uh, I was lucky enough that I got a nudge from a friend that said, why don't you go to a naturopathic doctor and get kind of a second opinion to find out maybe there's something else going on in her little body. And I was like, a who, a what? <laughs> I never even heard what a naturopath was. Uh, but I kind of took a chance. And in that, uh, you know, first consult, you know, it was just an eye opener for me. Um, we did start, to, she did some muscle testing and some electrodermal testing with my young baby. She was only nine months old. Um, and right away we discovered a ton of food allergies. And that was like, the window to my next career. And so I just started to fall in love with learning and reading and she was guiding me and then encouraged me to go back to wholeness or go back to school and become a nutritionist. So that's what I did on my second mat leave. And then after learning what I did in nutritional school that first year, there was no way that I could go back to selling processed food after I realized what I was contributing to people's health. And so I had to do a huge shift and decide I was going to open up. Um, I worked in a clinic for many years. I focused on um, gut health, um, so gut protocol. I worked with a massage therapist, a chiropractor, and there was a few other health professionals in our clinic. And it was a, a really good kind of like referral um, uh, center. We, we really just like supported each other. Um, and it was good. You know, I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it because... Um, you know, this was like 15 years ago, right? This was before social media. So, you know, there was, um, you know, me trying to manage two young kids, a husband at the time that worked, you know, 80 hours a week, all my family was out West. And so there was always this like juggling act I was doing and babysitting and then the babysitter's sick. And then I got a, you know, and so I'm going to, can I, can I swear on, on this? Absolutely. A hundred percent. At times I felt like I was in a shit show. I was like, oh my gosh. Sometimes I was like, maybe I should just go back to corporate <laughs> um, and, and not do this because it, it was a lot of stress. And, you know, I know my husband at the time kind of gave me the nudge and he's like, you know, some days I think you would make more money at McDonald's than doing what you do. Because when you first start out, the, the number of hours that you spend and, and um, doing the perfect protocols and and the research and making sure that medications don't contraindicate. And, you know, it was like sometimes four hours on one and you get like, you know, you divide that, you know, charge of a consult over four or five hours. And you're like, yeah, he's right. I would be making minimum wage. Yeah. So even though I loved helping people, I also come from a background of business. And so I've always been uh, in my blood, you know, le always learning ways to make money. Um, to the point where in university, I did door-to-door -door sales and that was unheard of back in the nineties, but I did that to make money and be unique and stand out. And that served me well, you know, uh, in, in my career. 
So I was like, there's got to be a better way. There's just got to be a better way. And so um, that's a little bit about kind of like, you know, I started to do different stuff, cooking classes, um, taking, you know, uh, clients to grocery stores, you know, just trying to make that extra money and adding on. Then I did a weight loss, 12 week weight loss program, added that on. And so if you're a nutritionist and you're on here and you're kind of feeling a little lost and you're trying to kind of figure stuff out, I see you, I feel you. I think just about every single nutritionist goes through that journey of, you know, um, building your confidence so that you can feel that you actually are a great nutritionist and that you do know what you're talking about. You know, we always go through that kind of confidence curve. Um, and then it's like, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? Do I start at a health food store? Do I, do I open up my clinic? And now that we've got social media, do I, do I start online? So it's a, it's a lot of questions and it can be very, very overwhelming and daunting. Um, and the great thing is there are a lot of great programs out there that can give you that training and success um, to, to launch your business beyond just the education that you got at your particular nutritional school. And I would definitely look into that um, so that you can find some mentors to tune into um, so that you can, and I always say, usually you know the answer. You, you just have to tune in and ask yourself, is this bringing me joy? Yeah. Am I finding my mojo? Is it like lighting me on fire? And if it isn't, you probably are not going to build a great career around that because you can't force something that's not going to bring you joy. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, your story really resonates with me because funny enough, my last son had a very similar, um, he's got really bad allergies and, and that's kind of, I, I was doing my certification when I was on mat leave uh, with him. And so same kind of thing is like, I went into consulting and didn't really love it. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like getting up every day and doing those things, right? So yeah. making the forms and making the protocols, adding something in, the cooking classes, all of that takes so much energy that people don't yeah. really talk about. And it is hard to find that one thing that really speaks to you in terms of lighting your fire, like yeah. getting you going, um, you know? And so what's interesting to me is that you wrote a book. So did the book come before the gray hair movement or <laughs> which way did it go? <laughs> yeah. So let me step back um, and tell you how I got to my book and how I was able to, you know, have the time off to write the book yeah. and what inspired me to write the book. It's kind of a 15 year journey that kind of was, you know, building. Uh, so, you know, I, I was talking about, you know, finding different ways to make money. Well, what happened about um, a year into, you know, sharing uh, my clinic with my community, my mom had introduced me to the juice plus products. And, you know, typical nutritionist, oh, it's MLM or it's network marketing or, oh, it's one of those companies. And it was like, yeah, no, thank you, mom. Because in our school, we were told, don't partner with the network marketing company. They're bad. They're evil. They'll ruin your reputation. And so I just kept on telling my mom, no, uh, without being open-minded because I didn't have any mentors that were leading me to say, this might be okay. You know, this may be okay if you find the right product. But what happened is my mom called me at the right time of having another two weeks of just sick kids. And she said, listen, Nicole, just take a peek at this product, put it in your body for four months and your kids. There's 15 research papers on it. Um, 
and I was like, well, research papers, who's paying for it? Like, how does all that happen? And so I dug in a little bit to understand what, you know, um, independent research is. I under, I started to understand what, um, you know, peer reviewed journal, like to get into a journal is a pretty big deal. Um, I remember calling my science teacher, Susan Baker, who um, taught us at CSNM. And she was always telling me, Nicole, if you find a product out in the marketplace, it actually has two gold standard studies that have been peer reviewed and actually published, pay attention. So here I had Juice Plus at 15. I was like, okay, I had her little voice in my head going, well, Nicole, just give it a go. You know, Susan said that I should be paying attention. Let's pay attention. And so my skeptic brain was like, I at least need to get my blood work done before I put this in my body because I really want to see what changes are going to happen at the cellular level because that's my geekness inside me. I want to either prove something wrong or right. In my head, I was going to prove my mom wrong. Like, mom, just get off my back, leave me alone. And my best friend, Anita, who I uh, trained under Lynn Hinton, Anita was my best friend that did my blood work. So she had a clinic in Woodbridge and she took our uh, live blood analysis. She gave us kind of a synopsis of where our health was. And then four months later, we went back. And so my kids at the time were three and two. And she looked in my eyes. And of course, I'm hoping she's going to tell me that this stuff is garbage. It's, you know, it's not working. But no, she looked in my eyes and she said, oh my gosh, Nicole, this stuff actually works. Your red blood cells are on fire. Look at how beautiful they are. They're big and they're shiny and they're not sticking together anymore. She goes, you must freaking feel amazing. And I'm like, I didn't want to say anything, but actually I do. I feel yeah. really really good. I actually feel like I got my mama mojo back. And this is me, a nutritionist, juicing, vitamixing, making everything from scratch. Our grocery bill was $2,000. And so I was like, this stuff is what people are missing. They're actually missing this variety, this rainbow, this amazing opportunity to just bridge the gap. And obviously my blood work showed that I needed to bridge the gap. I didn't think I needed it, but I did. And then with my kids, their health improved so much. And over the first year of being on Juice Plus, Ella's allergies um, were like, we came down to like zero. Her tests were fine. So it was really a tool in the toolkit that started to help just take our health to the next level. Um, I'll be honest though, I didn't want to do network marketing. I didn't want to be one of those nutritionists. I had some shame around it, some embarrassment around it. Um, I'm worried about what my peers would think totally. And I think that's normal for any nutritionist that is kind of looking or taking a look or, you know, putting their flag up. They're like, forget about it. And I had to like guinea pig with about a hundred clients in my first year. And it took about a hundred stories of them um, showing me that the kids were pooping more, that their energies had improved, that their blood work had improved, that their autoimmune condition started to go into remission. And all of my Juice Plus customers were getting results that I were, was not getting at the level of just eat food or just get on a multivitamin. It just was night and day. And so I had to start to get real with myself. I had to say, Nicole, you know what? You have found a tool and you have to get over yourself because I totally had the ITC syndrome. And I'm sure some of you watching it probably have it too. I'm too cool. Like I'm too cool for network marketing. Like that was me. So I get you, <laughs> I see you, I feel you. Yeah. But I had to get over myself because the results that were in front of me after a year 
were so incredible that it kind of, I had to get over myself for the sake of helping other people. And it just started to snowball. And so for the last kind of 14 ish years, um, I've been part of the juice plus community. It it provided me an extra residual income as I was managing my clinic. And let me tell you that extra money was paying for my rent, was paying for my bills, was paying for a part-time personal assistant, um, was allowing me to grow my nutritional practice with a little bit more ease. Yeah. And if there are any nutritionists on here that are feeling the pressure right now with what's going on in the world and that you need a little bit of um, safety net, a little bit of ease, a little bit of breathing room, take a look at a company that maybe has this model where the products are resonating with you. Yeah. Because not every company is going to resonate with you. You know, I've looked at many, many, many other companies and I'm like, no, would never do that. No, would never do that. And I instantly know, I just instantly know if it's going to be part of my value system. It just happened to be that Juice Plus met everything on my value system. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that do oils and it meets their value system and they're thriving and having a beautiful residual income. And for some of them, it's their full-time income. So going back to my book story, it was my level of experience in the business of helping more women, helping more nutritionists earn this extra income that just gave me this Um, peace of mind that I had enough income to do something else, something more. And I always had this book inside me. Uh, And then when I had a health scare a couple years ago, where I had um, really suspicious lumps in my breast that in my head was cancerous. And my naturopath even said, this feels cancerous. OMG, right? Um, I freaked out and had to live in a week of unknown before the test results came back. And in that week, I had some big conversations with myself. Nicole, you're a nutritionist. Are you doing everything that you've been taught to live your best life and your best health? And you go through your checklist and then you're like, oh, but I'm still drinking pretty heavy because I love wine. Check. Hmm. I'm still dyeing my hair every three weeks because my grays come in. Okay. And so what I started to do is I started to research each of these areas where I thought I would be okay because I'm doing everything else right. And it was like one of those things where, and my book is called Get Naked because I had to get naked with myself. Yeah. Right? The truth freaking hurts sometimes. We don't want to look in the mirror and look in the truth and go, maybe you won't be okay if you continue on this path, Nicole. So, um, of course, I researched the level of alcohol and I haven't cut it out completely, but I have reduced it so significantly because drinking has just been part of my life since I was 14 years old. It was just what we did to have fun um, and to party and to play and to whatever. And it becomes such a um, ritual in your, that you don't even think twice of it. You're like, yeah, I'll have another glass of wine. Yeah, I'll have another glass of wine. And now you're like, well, how is that glass of wine affecting my hormones? How is it increasing the chances of me getting breast cancer? How is it increasing my um, estrogen in my body? So, I mean, I did a lot of tests, advanced tests um, over that kind of like first six months. I got my um, DNA done. I got on a custom supplement. Uh, I got my Dutch hormone panel. So I knew my pathways. I understand how alcohol impacted those pathways. Um, And then I, I started to research hair dye. 
And this is just something that I've been doing from a very young age because my mom went um, quite white and silver very early on. And I guess I got that gene. Uh, and so even though I tried all these other like secrets of, you know, trying not to go gray, not, nothing worked for me. And so I had to kind of embrace it. And what was crazy is I remember being at the hairdresser and taking a picture of the ingredient list. Duh, I'm a nutritionist, you're a nutritionist. It's like one of the things that I, we, we don't talk about, like we talk about like food ingredients, but how about like your hair dye ingredients? It's almost like a, let's not talk about that. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And so I dove in and I checked out every single ingredient and I'm like, holy F Nicole, there yeah. is carcinogens in here. Carcinogens. That are going in and, your scalp. Yeah. Like in, seconds. Yeah. Beautiful brain of yours. And it gets absorbed so fast. And the crazy thing, every time I used to get my hair dyed, I would have a couple days of my scalp being itchy, almost a rat, well, a rash that would kind of travel from the back of my neck down. So skin irritation, um, I would get and I don't know if you guys have ever gotten this, I'm sure you have, if you're connected to your body like me, is a toxic taste tongue. So that your tongue for two or three days is like coated with just total like chemicals. Like I detox a lot on my tongue whenever I do a detox and I have to tongue scrape. Well, I had to do heavier tongue scraping when I got my hair dyed for two days after. Wow. And I would also get this onset of a headache. I'm not a headache girl, but just an onset to know that there was the noise. And, and what I like to say to women is your body is always talking to you if you're listening. And yes. my body was starting to scream at me every time I got my hair dyed, like scream. Yeah. And so in that moment, October, 2018, I just had this intuition and this nudge to say, stop it, Nicole, you are so worth it. Who gives a shit what color your hair is? If you are not around for your two kids to watch them graduate and get married and have kids, I am sure they will not give a shit what your color your hair is. So get over yourself, like health over vanity. And the message was so strong. I've never had a message kind of guided to me so strong in my life. And that next morning, I just started writing. I was just down in my office and I was just writing and writing and writing and I was crying. It was almost like this healing um, session that I was doing with myself. And the book is about my journey of getting to a place of being naked and comfortable in my own body. So if you take a look at my my um, picture on my book, it's me naked on the cover. And it's about my 47 years of getting to a place of being comfortable in my own skin. Um, and, and so it's very open. It's very vulnerable. I, I share lots of stories. I interview women in here as well. Um, I, I expose kind of the hair industry. I dig deep into the research and, um, but I give women choice. I give women choice and I don't want to shame any woman if you're not ready to go gray. There are so many beautiful options. There are organic hair salons that are showing up, which is amazing. They're bringing in beautiful products. Um, great company out of Australia as well as, as the UK um, that are bringing really healthy products and taking the nasties out. So 
that totally is an option. There's henna. Henna is like the most natural way that you can color your hair. Um, just recently, uh, one of the first henna salons just opened up in Ajax in Ontario here, um, where you can go in and you can get your hair hennaed by a professional and then go home and let it like set for four hours and then wash it off. So there are options. And that's what I'm telling women is maybe you're not ready. That's okay. But I do have an online gorgeous gray movement um, where people are, are joining. It's a private group. It's women only. And you can just get educated and get inspired. And maybe one day it might just be your right time. But in that group, I'm just trying to educate women about what's going on, not only in our hair products, but our beauty products and just encouraging women to get to a place of just get naked with yourself and be okay in your skin. And it's not about the weight. I mean, I, I, on this cover, I'm probably 15 pounds heavier than I was like four years ago, but <laughs> the old Nicole would have went, I'm not good enough to get on the cover and get naked because I got this weight on me. But the new Nicole has transformed her story to say, I'm okay. I'm at peace. I'm okay with the gray. I actually like my hair better, believe it or not, it's in my beautiful. natural. Like, honestly, Thank like you. you have the most beautiful silver hair, like silver fox. Hello. Silver <laughs> fox. Yeah. And I, I mean, like any woman, if you do think about this journey, um, we all have the same fear. What am I going to look like? Am I going to look old? Are people going to ignore me? Am I going to be, you know, invisible in society? We all have it. Yeah. So all I tell is you don't know until you jump in. And I would have had no idea that I would have been in love with my gray and I don't have any of those symptoms anymore. And all of a sudden these unhealthy symptoms in my body, which was like, um, breast pain, lumps in my body all started to go away. Cause I was making these changes, right? Get rid of the hair dye, reduce alcohol significantly. Um, what else? Custom DNA supplement check. Um, got rid of my fake nails that I used to get every two weeks because I thought that's what made me pretty. Um, and so those went away. Um, got back to making sure that everything in the house is stored in, in, in glass and not plastic, right? So you start to make these major changes and then all of a sudden you realize I'm okay with the extra weight because I feel awesome. I feel awesome. It's not a number on a scale anymore as we get older ladies. Um, it's just about, I feel good. I can, I can, you know, go golfing. I can ride a bike. I, you know, have good energy. I sleep well. My breasts are healthy. Like, hello. Like that's what we want as nutritionists. And that's what we want our clients to just feel awesome. So that's where the inspiration came from my book. It's a beautiful story. Honestly, I'm, I'm all for you on all those points. I think it's funny talking to you because, um, I feel like our stories are like, almost identical. I literally just had the same realization about my body in a meditation um, a few days ago, just um, really connecting back to it and just being like, with my fibromyalgia, you know, like there's a really big stigma around the mental aspect of it and it being in your head and, you know, and it's like, well, what are you doing? What are you putting into your body that could be on a cellular level that is affecting it? So I just recently did the no poo method and uh, these are my lovely locks without shampoo. And, you know, 
I haven't washed my hair in like three months other than with apple cider vinegar. And so um, at CSNN, I was teaching the eco-nutrition course and we talked normally in that course, you don't really get a lot of information on the toxins other than when it comes to farming and food processing. And so I added in a, a day where we talked about making your own natural products and cutting out the chemicals and, um, us being in Europe, I'm, I feel really fortunate because they only have about 400 that they're allowed to put in where there's yeah. almost double or triple that in North America that they're allowed to put in and not actually say that they're on there. So mm -hmm. I think um, we forget how porous our skin really is. And, um, you know, 25 seconds it takes for a chemical to seep through. And so I think, you know, the message of, of like loving your body and making sure like that we really do pay attention to that like holistic approach to our food, our environment, our being, um, and loving ourselves. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. your body is talking to you. Like you said, like fibromyalgia is like, it is yelling, like, swear words at you at that point you know and it's like you really do have to start appreciating like this body bears all my scars like birth, yeah. uh trauma life uh everything that we've gone through and so to like not respect um that you are living in it and it's supporting you no matter what you put it through and it's really just like an amazing i never understood the body is a temple you know until like three months ago and I was like yeah. I need to be doing whatever I can to nourish it it doesn't yeah. have to be food but it needs sleep and it needs everything and so yeah. I really like that you've um you know found your your calling in terms of helping women um go more natural on yeah. like we are all beautiful if we look mm -hmm. and take the time to see like that we can be and you're super yeah. brave for getting on the cover and I honestly would I would never get in front of somebody naked um you know before and now I'm like well you know what like I have no problem with my body and I don't really care if yeah. you do <laughs> you know yeah. like I'm married I've got kids and I can wear a, a bikini down to the beach and I don't really mind um yeah you have to deal with my saggy boots. <laughs> I know. And I would just wish for all women to get to a place where we could just be naked in our own skin and imagine how the world would change if women just owned that confidence. And it, it doesn't happen overnight. It's taken me a long time to get here. Um, you know, I had a lot of trauma growing up. Um, there was a lot of hurt. And so I've had to do the work to get here. So it's not like you can read one book and say, I'm healed, right? It's, it's, it's you know, many coaches, many counseling, many, um, you know, the daily, the daily work that needs to happen, right? The daily meditation, the daily small um, silent connection so that you can be guided and, and, you know, we all have tough days. I know that um, I work with a lot of women within my Juice Plus community, right? And this last three months for a lot of women, there's a lot of pain that's come up, whether they've been in maybe an okay relationship that's gone downhill or, and so I work and I hear a lot of pain. And some days we just have to own that and be okay and know that today will pass and tomorrow is a new day. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about continuing to help us move forward in the right direction. And I, 
you know, if you're a, a nutritionist and you feel kind of like alone, or I say, find a community of like-minded people that you can tap into. I know I'm so grateful that we have our Juice Plus community to tap into because right now everything's online for us. So we do a lot of business and a lot of work right now just through Zoom calls. And I call it like my virtual tea where I get to like still see people and connect with people. But everything right now is um, just amplified with social media. And, you know, I think this is going to be a while. I know that our company just canceled all global in-person live meetings for the rest of 2020. So I know that that will happen to a lot of companies. I was golfing last night with some ladies and they work with some pretty big companies and they're all thinking that like they'll be home working till the end of the year, like that they're not going back. So I think that we just have to, as nutritionists, be flexible. I know that uh, a lot of nutritionists are figuring out like, oh my gosh, I got to get online. How does that work? Well, look at this as a gift. This is a gift. If you were not online, you should be online. Yes. And it's going to force you a new skill set. And new skill sets all the time is necessary, right, Lynn? Yes. To keep on adding, to keep on growing. And, and if you're not growing as a nutritionist and you're not learning new skill set, I guarantee that your check is not going to be growing that much. So yeah. um, I would say get out of your box and be open-minded to different ways to bring in income. And if you follow some of the big nutritionists in the marketplace, like a Jen Pike or a Samantha Gladish, and you will see all their different ways that they're bringing in money. It's just not consulting. So, you know, that's, that's where I see very successful nutritionists is they've gotten outside of their box and they do what lights them up. I'm talking to Samantha just last week uh, in her podcast, you know, she's just like you, Lynn, she's like the, the whole one-on-one thing isn't doing it for me. So she's taken a whole other shift now and she does six months showing people how to build your business online. And she goes, that lights me up. And I'm like, yes, like it's finding the joy. Wouldn't you agree, Lynn? Finding that joy. A hundred percent. I think it's, um, just to be able to like step outside of well, I work from home. This is becoming a drudge. I'm not really appreciating it. Um, I think COVID has been a blessing. Like you said, especially for me, I think, you know, I've just started working full-time from home. Um, and it's almost as if like COVID like forced me to be there, you know, like this is your time to shine. Like you have to really push your business and, um, it has, like I started looking into life coaching and so I'm getting my certification in that, um, certification into metabolic balance. And I'm super stoked because I think literally I have found the connection to my fibromyalgia that doctors can't even like imagine, uh, that could be a possibility. And I'm like, if I hadn't been, you know, confined in here and learning and pushing Mm -hmm. forward to try and find that one thing that really lights me up so that I get up every day and I, um, have the, the energy to charge forward and want to be there. Not to mention like supporting nutritionists is honestly one of the most powerful things that you can do in the industry because it only makes us stronger. And so, um, I kind of want to touch back on something that you talked about earlier and saying like, you know, there's MLM companies out there that definitely have a horrible rep and have a very poor um, compensation structure. You have to order a product in at high levels. Um, 
maybe they're chemically based, they're not whole food based. Anyways, whatever it is that you choose to look at in terms of MLM, I know that something comes up for a lot of people is the fact that a lot of these MLM companies will pay for their own studies. And I know when I was teaching, the same thing kind of came up. And my answer to that is, okay, well, if we look at the dairy industry, for instance, they're lobbying, they want to prove that their milk does something. And so they pay for these studies to make it look a certain way. Yeah. When it comes to say juice plus, I just want to clarify, I'll use this as an example because you're yeah. a rep and it makes sense. You know, they have paid for their own studies, correct? Yeah, for most of them. So there's like 41 studies and most of them, they actually have an entire research department with a budget every year. Um, and so you're, you're right. They, they pay for it. There's a couple studies that they have done where it's been funded by like a, like, like an association or, you know, like, um, you know, so you, we can get you access, but most of them definitely they have paid for it. Cause I always say who else would pay for it? Cause the government's not going to exactly. pay for it. It's whole pharmaceutical. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody pharmaceutical for that. is not going to pay for it. So yeah, yeah. who's going to pay for it? So I totally understand people's concern, but if you understand, and I didn't understand this, this was the thing is I didn't understand. So when I actually like called Susan Baker to say, like, help me understand truly what gold standard research means. Yeah. Walk me through that. And so once she walked me through like the whole process, it was like, yep, the company does, let's say, you know, they have a, a, a budget. So let's say, for example, um, the University of Toronto, they're like, yeah, we want to do a study. We've heard about, you know, these capsules. We want to, you know, research on, you know, obese, you know, women between this age and this age. So what they would do is they would put together with their research department, you know, what they would want to study. They would submit it if it kind of, fell in line with what we were wanting to do for that year. What we would do is we would give them money to do the research and we would give them the placebo capsules and the real capsules so you wouldn't know the difference. And then off they would go with their research team to do what they needed to do. And then all of a sudden that research is done at six months, then it gets sent off to peers within the industry and the experts. And then they go through the study to make sure that the study was done ethically and properly. And then if it gets passed through that, then it goes to another board and maybe it's like the journal of, let's say, you know, um, it won't be pediatrics, but let's say, you know, on heart health or like the uh, cardiology. And then that board would look at it and go, wow, this is good. And like five people in the industry signed off on it with their name and their reputation. Um, and so we're now going to go back to the company and say, this is, you know, our results. This is what happens. The peers have signed off on it. Now you actually have us able to, you know, and we're like, yep, yeah, that sounds great. And we have had studies that have, you know, shown a little bit of results um, or neutral results. Like there hasn't been wows, but it still gets published. Like, it's not like we're, we, we can control it. Like once it's in the hands of the researchers, it's their name, it's their reputations, the peers' names and reputations. And then think about this, guys. If you go on to a site and you see 40 different um, medical centers and universities, okay, and they all put their name on it, that is their reputation, that is their reputation. So I, I could call all of those um, universities. I could talk to the head researcher and they're putting their, their like we, we wouldn't even be able to afford to pay all those people off to, to fake our, our data. We're just not that big of a company to be able to afford that. It's not in our budget to pay people off. So 
I totally get when, when nutritionists think that, because I thought that. I totally thought that until I understood the uh, in-depth of what it takes to actually get in a published paper. Then I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Now I need to be more open-minded to this. It's okay that they have a budget. Instead of a marketing budget, they put it to research. Which I think is a super important thing for a whole food supplement to be making waves the way that they are in terms of their research or like the, the markers and blood values and stuff like that. Um, what did I want to say about this? It was, oh, and then to be Health Canada approved too, right? So yeah. I think there's there's one thing when you're looking at an MLM company like Isogenics, which I don't think, I tried to find out if they were Health Canada approved, but I don't think they are. Um, you know, and just looking at the different things that you need checked off on your box, if you're going to buy, like buy into a program, um, or a product, I mean, there's other companies out there offering patient direct yeah. kind of things, you know, like Thorne mm -hmm. does it, uh, Genestra, um, you know, juice plus is working with whole food and working like providing vitamins for free to children. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think there's a big misconception about just MLMs getting a bad rap because of like, you know, the ones that were around in the 90s and the early 2000s that, you know, do sketchy things and pay their people horribly. And, you know, it's yeah. only the minutia that make money. And the, the thing is, is that we are, we need to sell supplements. That is what we do yeah. in our business. Why lose the margin on it? Yeah. And so it is a really hot topic. It's almost like vaccinations, you know, maybe not quite so hot. But. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know? it totally is. But I can tell you that the most satisfying thing for me doing this business now for almost 15 years um, and working with a lot of health professionals and working with a lot of nutritionists is how this extra residual income has been helping them. And just through these last three months, I can't tell you the number of calls that I've gotten from my health professionals on my team to say, I am so grateful that I dove in when I dove in because this extra money is helping me with X, Y, Z yeah. until I go back to work or it's covering my rent or, you know, whatever that would look like for you. So I just say, be open-minded to it um, because it's a game changer for me. I mean, it provided me a six figure in income very early on. It replaced my corporate income and, you know, it allowed me to write my book um, it allows me if I want to take summers off with my kids, uh, it allows me to have a flex schedule. So I, I, I run the ship. If I want to work, I work if I don't. And uh, it allows you to dream when you start to have income coming in, whether you work or not, um, it allows you so much more freedom in life. And at the end of the day, I'm trying to help people live a more freedom lifestyle, period, freedom in their own body, freedom from chemicals, freedom from worrying about money. And it's kind of a whole package that um, this could offer uh, nutritionists. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, for me, it's the exact same thing. It's, um, you know, time freedom, you know, yeah. working, working from home is great, but having, you know, that money to decide not to work if you need it. Um, and also just keeping the industry alive, right? Like you said, consulting yeah. is not going to pay your bills. And yeah, um, whoever has told you that, unless you have a super successful business, if you're partnered with a naturopathic doctor or something like that and getting referrals, I think consulting is just not going to cut it in a way. Um, 
I, I stopped consulting for that exact reason. And, you know, you got to get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Creative, I think, you know, tap into yourself. Like, like you yeah. said, it all comes from within and it is, it almost feels once you're tapped into that, like inside, um, I call mine, mine violet because it, it is, it only works that way. It's a long story. It's going to be yeah. in my book, but I'm actually now writing. Uh, so the exact same kind of story is yours. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it feels like a guide and it pushes you with energy and with hope and passion into the right thing. And so yeah. tapping in, I think you, you nailed it. And that's exactly why I started taking the life coaching thing is just like nailing it on the head. Like, how do we get more people to the point of loving themselves, doing what they're passionate about? And like, this is going to help nutritionists, but every other human in the world. So yeah, it's really fulfilling work. And I think that that's what we need to be looking at is trying to, um, yeah, find ways to get creative and build a, a kick-ass community of beautiful gray brown blonde um nutritionist going around the world and um making a splash i guess in the in the industry awesome mm. on that board exactly thank you so much yeah thanks for chatting with us today and um yeah we'll uh we'll have to get back on board if anybody has any questions where can they find you yeah so just uh, head over to my website nicolescott.ca and uh, everything is on my website to get a hold of me. Um, you can order my book right off and off of uh, my website as well. And uh, what else? Yeah, and there's a link to join my Gorgeous Gray Movement. So even if you just want to jump into my group, um, every day there are posts just about being brave, being vulnerable, and just loving you. And uh, it's a beautiful community that's growing every day. Awesome. Um, I'm going to have to jump in there with my like little strip of gray um have you have you tried the no poo yet that's a question for you yep yep absolutely yeah i uh, i do the apple cider i got my uh, teenagers on it now as well which is amazing um every once in a while because i have hard water i can get a little bit of yellow in my gray hair because it can be very sensitive um so because of the hard water it drops a lot of yellow um over time so i do i do have a beautiful uh, purple shampoo that every once in a while I will use just to get that yellow brassy out and I get it from my organic hair salon and it's from an, a, a product line called organic color systems out of the UK amazing well thanks for sharing your journey today and um, yeah well we look forward to potentially having you back one day <laughs> awesome thanks Lynn thanks